Hey everyone, welcome to the Midnight Grab Bed Podcast, and we are your hosts, I'm Taylor. Kristen. It's like, we're bringing it back after a two-year hiatus. Like, Kristen's gonna be my new co-host for this, so it's gonna be exciting. I got the new layout and stuff, so it's gonna be great. So today we're gonna talk about YA novels, and we'll probably get into some Am I the Asshole later and stuff. So where should we start off the discussion with YA novels? Um, I mean, I was looking through some just to see. I was like, okay, I've read that, I've read that, and I actually found one that I had completely forgotten about. Um, I don't know if you ever read the selection books. Selection. Isn't that like the match? Was that? It was like no. the dystopian batch. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I found it on my Kindle, like, looking through it, and I was like, oh, I like dystopian books. It was a ride and I read like <laughs> the three books that were available in like a couple of days and then completely forgot about it I couldn't think of the name so I just never continued I just um, looked it up oh it's the one with the princesses and stuff on it yeah, oh yeah. I was like I never read it but I always saw that because every time I look up dystopian book there always be like like books that similar to the hunger it was always the selection se- uh, series and the uglies yeah, I never read The Uglies, but I read the first three ones of the selection, and I mean, it was just the most, when I think of a young adult fiction book, that it, it, the girl who's in the situation that doesn't want to be in the situation, and she doesn't even want to be a part of this, and the prince just loves her, and it's just like, fucking ridiculous. I'm waiting for it to be brought back and be a movie. It's like, I feel like, I'm surprised I would never in a movie because you know like back in the day with the dystopian books they always be like when a new one come out they'll be like a movie's coming out and then everybody makes those fan-made trailers yes and be like I tricking people and stuff probably had so many on I, I could just youtube it and probably see the the old one <laughs> <laughs> and i was like you know we'd be believing it too we see those trailers unless they put the word fan-made on it you just be not be thinking like, oh, this is this is it. This is this is the It's happening. Like no. It was like, no, sweetheart, sorry to like burst your bubble. It's not happening. And it's just like poor teenager with way too much skill. Right. And that was like it's before like Adobe Premiere started or anything like that started. It's just like I was like, how y'all just, like, get these movie clips? Because, you know, copyright issues. So how y'all just put it on here? Like, where'd I get these clips from? That's why it was always, like, super grainy. Or, like, the color scheme was off. So, like, it's not copyrighted. It's different. It's different. Yeah, so it zoomed in on his nose very tightly. It's not, that's not in the movie. Or they just flip it. Yes. It's backwards. And you're like, what? I love this so much. Wow, I'm so into it. Like, I hope they cast this these people. And they just be everyone from the same dystopian movies over and over. Just like PETA and everything. Like, imagine PETA as four. I'm diverging. I wouldn't mind. I mean, he's a little short. Short. Movie magic. So, there's like a foot height difference between him and Katniss, like, in real life. He's like, giant. Five foot four. He's like, my height. Because he's supposed to be the same height as Gale, so Gale's the perfect height. But then, like, well, like Peter. That actor's like six foot seven or something. I mean, he's a Hemsworth. 
He's a Thor brother. <laughs> He's a Thor brother. <laughs> they all look the same. <laughs> Yes. It's like, yes. <laughs> it's like, I was like, I'm, I am very excited for like Hunger Games coming back, coming back full swing. And I'm really hoping, like, I know a lot of people's like done with the series. So it's going to be cool to see the prequel and stuff. But I kind of want more. I want more of the games. I know the games is over. So but I want more movies of like different versions of the games. Like, I want to see Haymitch's movie and stuff. I wouldn't mind seeing Effie's story. I'd love to see, like, Phoenix game. Yes. Like, going back and just thinking, especially all the ones that were in the quarter quill, like, seeing their games and, like, that situation, I just think it would be kind of cool. I, yeah. Because I, I just, like, the way that they want, like, Annie's, like, like I think Annie's movie, uh, let's say it's Annie, it's Annie right? Phoenix. Annie, so. like I was like 80s way of winning. That would be probably the most boring movie ever because she won by default because everyone flooded in the arena and she just yeah, stop. I'm like I'm just a four. I don't see that. <laughs> I was like, is that the quickest game in the world? Because just the way she described it, it was like this was just day one. Everyone died yeah. by flooding. I was like, God. I was like, ah, oh. like could they she kill it? no one in that game no, I, I was like damn I was like I wish I was that lucky and so <laughs> alright here we go oh shit I know how to swim so, it's like fuck everyone else and then <laughs> and then Hamish winning just because of the wall mm-hmm. I was just like I'm just throw my axe you duck and now you just gotta duck again and just kills the person like that was kind of clever. I think I think Peta should have won the Hunger Games. Like Katniss is great, but Katniss just almost another, died. <laughs> uh, yeah, just the, the winning by default is hilarious. We like the the little sword. They're like, we really got a victory. And he's just in the mud, looking like some rocks, being like, oh shit, what me? But like, I just <laughs> like that's me <laughs> or oh, somebody. Some of the whole game thought they was a winner. So that's everyone. I killed them all. And then Peter's like, Peter's no. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> Peter dressed up like Nightlock. <laughs> I am Literally. the poison berry. In reality, if I like, if I was like the capital watching the games, they didn't know who Peter Katniss was, I think I would have voted for Fox. Fox face win. Yeah, she was very clever. I don't think, um, I didn't really like any of the careers. No, I tried. I did too, because I was like, yeah, I mean, everybody hates him, so like, I want to like him. And I liked him in the books, because like, there was just more detail, I guess. You got to know the characters a lot more, which again, I mean, that's kind of the issue with like, books versus movies, because they can't put that, I mean, I would probably watch a like four hour, five hour movie, but not everybody will. They gotta keep it to like everybody. Mm-hmm. But cats are destroying stuff. <laughs> but I, I just think you kind of lose some. Like I would the Divergent series mm-hmm. in particular. I personally thought that those movies were garbage, <laughs> like absolute garbage. Um, 
I was so pumped because this is coming right out of Hunger Games, that hype. I was yes. obsessed with Hunger Games. I read them over and over and over, and then I found this series, and I was like, like, Hunger okay. Games full spicy. Um, and then they're like, a movie, and I'm like, I'm always disappointed with the movies, but, like, I'm excited anyway. Yeah. I wasn't as disappointed with the Hunger Games movies, though. I think, as far as book to movie, Hunger Games did a pretty good job. Yes. That should be the goal, the expectation. Um, but we usually get Percy Jackson, Divergent, <laughs> the yep. Mortal Instruments. Or we don't talk about the Instruments. The one movie, and it was shunned so hard <laughs> that they didn't even try to make another one. Right. I will say the Shadowhunters show mm-hmm. is pretty good. Um, it just kind of like took inspiration from the books. It kind of did its own thing, but like I can respect that. Um, I think they tried to fix a lot of the issues that you know you read these books in high school and you're like, this is great, and then you go back and read them as an adult and you're like, yeah. like did I just read a fan fiction? <laughs> yes, I was like, it feels like that, but I was like, all right, fan fictions are better. Sometimes, like, but I was like, I'm very surprised how like the more instrument series is still going. Like they have the prequel, the main more instrument, then they have the epilogue, and I'm just like, man, this is such a big series. And I thought Harry Potter was fake. Yeah, and I was like, I think there's only six in the main Mortal Instruments. I could be wrong because I've only read six of them. Uh, <laughs> I thought I read the last one. Um, but I know, like, you have like, the clockwork aid, and it's, like, the whole back into, like, they're like, it's the same, but it's different. Yeah, the, the prequel, and the prequel, more instrument, and a dark archivist, or something like that. Yeah, it's, I haven't read any of those. I read, like, the first clockwork one. I wasn't a big fan. Me I did either. read the Magnus Bane Chronicles. Oh, I did, the Magnus Bane. Oh, Magnus Bane was my favorite character, though. Yes. So... Um, that, that was a good one. I think I read that car ride to a trip or something. I was like, I love this. I love this. And they went back that old flyer that I had. Are they like in middle school? That was like my first like literature of like gay writing, like showing oh, yeah. like a like LGBTQ couple. And I was right. like, like Magnus and Alec getting together. I didn't see that coming. Like, it, like cause I didn't read into any of the other dystopia books unless I blacked out or anything but like I was very surprised about all that because yeah I was like I don't think that there really is a whole lot of shoot my cat I don't think that there is a whole lot like back our like YA book days there wasn't a lot of that like no. it, it was very much you know the, the main girl protagonist and then the hunky boy yes. There is maybe some side romances, but um, I think the only one that might have, that I do think had some gay representation was the House of Night series. Ah. Um, but that was mostly just smut. Uh, <laughs> and straight smut, but it was mostly just smut. And I remember being like a sophomore in high school, I was like, ooh, vampires, I love vampires. And then like the first chapter, someone's getting a blowjob, and I was like, we're done. They put, they put what? <laughs> this is this is. Oh. Is that what? Oh, oh. I don't think I'm allowed to read this. Sinner, sinner. <gasps> and then I've never ever read a smut novel ever again. <laughs> is it? 
Good Kristen girl. <laughs> Have you ever read the Hush Hush series? I started to read them, but I never finished. I I like the series. I was like, but I just didn't like the last book, and I think it was called Crescendo was the last book. I do love the titles and stuff. And then the last book, they just tried to rush the ending to give like a character death that didn't need to die. Yeah, I feel like so many books like the that is a genre of its own is like the young adult books and everything and so they try to all kind of follow a similar pattern and everything which I get but at the same time I'm like like the reason that I did love the Divergent series so much for a lot of reasons but like spoiler alert um they like kill the main character yes. and you're like what the fuck I remember she like starting to read it and like from Tobias's point of view and I was like Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Second. Okay, stop. <laughs> I think something they should have done to make that death better was just kill her off in the first book and then, like, go backwards. In it. Yeah. Like, just be, like, the first time. And it's like, then I was falling through the sky and then I died. And then you just go, chapter one. <laughs> I love when stuff does that. Like, his book, um, I was just having an argument with Chelsea because we're watching Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and I was like, I hate this character. Do they die? And he's like, I haven't watched that part. So I Googled it. <laughs> and he was like, why would you do that? Why? You can't. And I was like, do you want to know? And he's like, no, I'm not that kind of person. And I was like, because like, I want to know. And I read stuff about it. I was like, I mean, it's stupid, not satisfying, whatever. But I'm like, I mean, I like it when a series like kills off the main character and then you just go backwards yes and it's like you know what's gonna happen but it's the ride that i enjoy yes and i think it's like with game of thrones is that i just learn more and more that there's just no main character no there's like, no really <laughs> that was like john snow i guess john snow probably yeah <laughs> as i believe but i was like but like i don't want to spoil it for you and stuff like that but like it's just like, I know who I would pick as the main character just because the last season, it just made more sense, like, who is telling the story, but is not getting the credit of telling the story. Huh? That's okay. the that's the issue, and I just feel so bad for this person, because I know it's their point of view. It has to be. Like, if you look at the whole series, it's this person's point of view, and then when you see it at the end, you're like, damn, and they would never get the credit, and that's why they did it like that, because you they would never get the credit that it is their point of view this whole thing of this whole Game right. of Thrones and it's like Game of Thrones is so good it just when I first like I attached to a character and they just die like episode 3 I'm like okay so well, no one's it's the other one's off limits like no one's off limits which I really do like that is my biggest gripe with um, Supernatural uh, is because no no character death is permanent except Bobby I guess <laughs> just put a big spoiler alert at the beginning of this but <laughs> I, like they kill everybody and then they just come back and then they just kill and come back they kill and come back kill and come back I'm like no I, I like the crowd I was like man I love fucking uh Jason Mimosa's character like oh my god he's so awesome <laughs> what <laughs> I was like 
was like, because he's like, yeah, no, I think like they actually love each other. And in the book, like this and that, and I'm like, oh great, like he's gonna be a main character. No, no. One season, one and done. No, one and done. <laughs> he's like, he has like cameos here and there, but like it's right. one and done. He been in like one episode, and it was like when she was in the castle. Oh yeah, that's like the last time you see him. <laughs> oh, it's. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, yeah, I love it. And I love the, uh, like, the, I don't know, I, I relate everything to D&D. So I was like, yeah, the barbarian and, like, their culture very, it's very orcish in yes. my opinion. And so I was like, I love it, I love it. It just seems like Game of Thrones is a big D&D game. Like, you know who wrote the not once. You know who wrote the D20s and stuff. You just, you can look at this and be like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, like our D and D party would probably this would probably be it. This would probably be the way that it goes. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were just watching the episode where Lady Stark's dad died, and the oh. guy was like firing the arrows, and they kept missing. I was like, you know, it's just it's Sayer. I'm gonna I'm gonna set the boat on fire. Two. Mm. I, I will re-roll. Four. That one got a little closer. Yeah, uh, and then. Someone pushes him out of the way. It's like, that's how you fucking do it. It's like, Athena pushes away. <laughs> with your feet. Feet, with my feet. It has to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So I was like, <laughs> but yeah, like, I never read the Game of Thrones books, so I feel like I should. But like, I, I, I watched I this whole show. I, like, I watched the whole show, I'm like, damn, I feel like I just, I got everything, and I don't want to like read it in detail now to relive the sadness I went through with a lot of the characters and whatnot. Well, and I do think I feel like the go-to when it comes to books is always movies. And I was like, I feel like we just need to do more TV shows because from what I've I've heard, I've never read the Game of Thrones books, but a lot of people really liked the series up until, I guess, like this final season Mm -hmm. or the last couple seasons but I guess the guy kind of went off the rails and did his own thing. Yeah. Um... But I was like, a lot of people really liked it. And, like, even, I mean, Kelsey was like, well, I want what I read. Because was, I think he only read the first one or something. He was like, this is similar, this is different. I wish they would have done this more like the book. But, like, you can a- actually dive into the book and, like, have these long. That's why I think the Shadow Hunter show mm-hmm. is so much better than the movie that we shall not speak of. Because it is a show and they can dive more in. I think took the whole series and smashed it together and kind of picked what they wanted which is fine um but I was like they they can just do so much more with a TV show and I think that that should just start being the norm yeah because what the thing is now with TV shows because when we used to watch TV shows TV shows used to be 30 minutes long and now TV shows are an hour and then like when Netflix put out these TV shows as a whole it's basically four movies because a movie's technically like two hours so like every episode an hour and so you're ba- they basically just shot out four movies at you with no commercials yeah, amazing I'm not liking the uh the releasing an episode yes bullshit that Netflix is on right now or even like when Amazon with Fox knocking out they're like here's an episode here's a couple of episodes and you have to wait yeah why you know, I don't binge this stuff so that I can wait I binge it so that I can sit in my room and watch this for three days straight and feel bad about myself. Because okay? like, they're doing that now so people can keep the subscriptions for a couple of months. So, like, basically, like, if we release an episode a month, they at least have to keep our services for two months. Oh my 
No, no. People are going to keep your services. It's fine. Are you sure? They just went up to $21 and we're just like, mm, I'd rather not. <laughs> like, is Stranger Things worth it? Mm hmm. Just for the month. I'm pretty sure we're logged into somebody else's. So. <laughs> 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 but the thing is, with Stranger Things, they got people good because, like, there's two value. I haven't watched Stranger Things. I haven't watched season three or four yet, but they did people good because volume one of season four is out. And, but season two, but I mean, season four, volume two doesn't come out until August. So you have to keep it for three months. Because uh, yeah. why would you cancel it? For this July, and, like you cancel it and then you rebuy it in August, you're gonna forget, right? And some people yeah. just might as well just keep it on there, and then they're gonna get hooked in July with something else, and then that's how they get them stuck. Well, that's they like you fill it in with other shit. You're like, I guess I'll watch this since I'm waiting for this. Well, no, this is another series that you're into, and like, I mean, it's it's smart, but it makes me mad. Capitalism. Had his finest right there. No, thank you. Something else that I I thoroughly enjoyed that was a comic and now is a show is Riverdale, the Archie series. I know it's a crazy show, but it has like everyone's complaining about Riverdale because it doesn't. It has the weird spot lines. You don't know what's gonna happen next season because like Riverdale did trick everyone. Archie comments will trick everyone because the first season was like normal. Uh, a kid got murdered. You're trying to investigate the murder. Who's the murder? You know the like the teen drama of there's the murder. But when season two got involved and now there's like magic blood sacrifice and stuff like that everybody's like whoa hold on is this like a supernatural show is magic exists here like what's the lore of this town and i was like if you read archie series archie has everything they don't care they make sub series like technically veronica's supposed to be a vampire right but like mitch or i forgot what his, i think his name is mitch mitch is supposed to be a werewolf in reality and so did like the pussycat girls are technically supposed to be scooby-doo gang right. and stuff like that and i'm like you don't know with the archie comments like riverdale is doing it perfectly it is crazy it's psychotic you never know but that's what the archie comments are and like <laughs> the directors are talking about it every time trying to show us because they even put the archie comments in the show that you see that they're not making it up like they're just sitting right. down saying like i'm feeling this today like no it's it's, it's, it's like it's this specific comic edition. Here it is. Read it. This is what's going on. Like, like it's not. We're not going off the books. It's like it's here. I promise. And I'm just like Riverdale is a time. Like I love Riverdale a lot. And it's like it's just a, it's a trip. It's sad to see it go because they they're doing one more season. One yeah, one more season I believe. Season seven next year, and then they're gonna end it. But, like, I'm not surprised they're going to end it because, you know, CW is bankrupt. Right. And, Which like, I think is funny. I mean, I guess because they just don't know how to let go of shows, even when they've long, long past expired and they're just pumping money in and the fandom is dead. Like, I mean, Supernatural is the biggest example. I think they're just like, no, people want it. They love it. And, like, yes, yeah, six people. Six, six people. <laughs> and I was like, you can't. You can't keep doing this, guys. Please stop. Stop. 
Or no. Well, at least you talk about the longest franchise on CW is Vampire Diaries. They said oh this is the first. They said this first time in 14 years they have never been anything Vampire Diaries related on that channel. 14 years. I, mean, I believe it because they very much are a network that I feel like something worked and they were like, ah, no, this is it. This is the secret yes. sauce. This is what Keep it going. Have those housewives that are like, yeah, no, we love it, and that—that's about it. Like everybody else is like, yeah, no, this is really great, and then it just kept going and kept going, and yeah, kept going, kept going, and people are kind of like, that's enough slices, that's, that's enough slices, and like it's just that, like Vampire Diaries has like eight seasons, and then they then they brought out the originals, and they brought out legacies, and they just kept on going with the franchise with it. It's like they like, but like the thing is, what gets me. CW said like, "Oh, we've been bankrupt since like 2004," and I was like, "What?" Supernatural didn't come out until 2005. Yeah, I was like, "Bro, what do you mean been bankrupt forever?" Like you you had no money, but you kept on picking up shows. Like, how did you keep on functioning? Were you right? Like bouncing checks yeah, just like did the actors really get paid or was this all for like charities like the passion project yes i was like you had a passion project for this many years and suddenly i just like we decided that we're gonna be bankrupt right now and now they're just canceling everything and then i'm surprised that they're bringing they just announced like another new show recently and i'm like why y'all going What's bankrupt that, like, the winchester show yeah the winchester says like why y'all bringing it back if y'all bankrupt well, why are you bankrupt? And I was like, quit beating the dead horse. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm the only person in the fandom that feels this way, but like, fuck Mary Winchester. Nobody wants a fucking show about her. She's a dumbass bitch. And I'm sorry, but. <laughs> it's just like, like, yeah, Vampire Diaries. I need to rewatch it and stuff because I, I don't remember too much about it because I never watched Legacies or the original. But I was like, Cool concept. Vampire school, great, fantastic. Why did they have to connect to vampire diaries? Literally, like, because they're like, oh no, it's all, it's all connected. It's all together. They're all connected. This kind just really said this person. This person had a child too, and they had somehow a vampire also, maybe a witch too. I'm like, okay, chill, chill, <laughs> chill. <laughs> it's like then you also have Sabrina. Sabrina came back, but that wasn't a CW show, but they're connected with Riverdale because Archie comments made Sabrina the Teenage Ridge. So it was like, when that happened, and plus they're neighboring town, so of course, supernatural stuff is gonna exist. And like, when people just saw like, what? Witchcraft? Why is this here? I was like, literally the neighborhood town is Sabrina's town. It's literally everyone said it, they even said it in the shows, it's in the comics. It's there. It's always been there. It's not like they made it up and said, we just want to bring magic randomly. It's just like, that's what the annoying thing annoys me. Like, it, it would never make sense. It would never make sense. And you just gotta, if you can let go of the fact that it would never make sense, then you'd be fine watching. Well, I mean, but people are like, it, 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 the salt, it has to mean something. It's like, no. no. They're just little silly gooses. Let it be silly. Like, like they're just, they're just in a silly, goofy mood. <laughs> they're just, it just it's insane just like me just like looking at all the novels i used to read like um another uh, novel i wish they did like i know they did a 
I think they did a movie on it, but I never could find it, and it was Maxima Ride. I don't think I ever read that one. The, the James Patterson novel? No, I don't think so. Okay. Have you ever watched, read Witcher, Witch and Wizard by James Patterson? I don't think he was one of the authors that were on. I was never, I didn't follow, like, certain authors, but, like, I don't recognize that name. There was another I was trying to look up, the John Green or whatever. I never John Green book. The Green book. I read The Fall on the Stars and I read um, Paper Town. I did read both of those and stuff. I did cry. It was, like, a, it was just, a, like, it was a thing I needed to freshen up my palette with because I was just obsessed. I just needed to find just fantasy novels and then John Green just bringing in stuff that's like, this is real life. Here you go. And I was just like flip. Like, oh. I saw uh, uh, the Dear John movie one time. It was like on TV and I watched half of it. But <laughs> I was like, I, I don't, I stuck with a very specific type of book in high school. I was a weird kid, so I was like, yeah, no, creepy. The uh, I was looking up uh, books and stuff. The Vladimir Todd book. Oh my god, Vladimir. I was like, wow, middle school just hit me like a freight. Like I, like I sold all my Vladimir Todd books. So I had them all. I had the whole collection. Every Scholastic Book Fair, I was there buying a Vladimir Todd book. It was the only time I could get it. Only time. Yeah, I felt like you couldn't find him anywhere and then one time I think I was in like high school like old enough to drive myself and I was at Myers or something and I just saw like the pack of them and I was like oh my god you're here oh my god I found them in the wild so it was one of those books that like the friend group like passed around because somebody had them yes everybody just borrowed it and like read them and everything and like I mean I had like friends that got that little like vampire tattoo uh, when they were old enough and I was like ooh <laughs> like ooh <laughs> yeah this is just wild it was a roller coaster and like how, did you ever read the Cirque the Freak novels like the vampire system yes. I, that yeah. was just a lot of books I did read them that was one of the first books like I had like trade and trying to figure out who had it like who had book 7 I need that and stuff like that that I found out that made it into a manga it was a game changer huh they have it they had it they had it as a manga manga and i uh found it free online and I, that's how ah. i read it and i was like and that's how that's how officially i got into manga too was because of that i'm pretty basic i i'm definitely which I feel like is everybody's, like, first. But I was like, it's a good one. It's just a good one. A lot of people's first that I know was, like, Naruto. I mean, that's fair. And Bleach. 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 I just, I remember I seen everyone with the right red, blue book, and I'd be like, Bleach fan. We'll talk later one day. I know what you're doing. I was like, anime, anime. Me, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable. I gotcha. I was like, I... I think it's interesting that, like, I'm with My Hero Academia, so, like, their manga is still, like, going on as the show is out and stuff, so, like, 
I'm over here like, oh, I can't wait to see what they do next and stuff. And then I just keep forgetting it's a whole ass manga out for it. I can know what happens next. They go by it frame by frame. Well, that's good. I was like, I don't know if it's something that's still going, if it's going to be like a full metal alchemist thing where it kind of starts to like, it goes faster and then it starts to derail. It's like, no. We could not, Kelsey and I were looking for it. We could not find any, like, we could not find the full metal alchemist. We could only find Brotherhood, which is the one that, like, follows the manga. Yeah. Like, we can't find it anywhere. We were looking everywhere because Kelsey's like, well, I like that one more. Like, Brotherhood has, like, a lot of good qualities I do like, but, like, there's aspects of the other one and, like, there's a lot of scenes that he's like, they just assume that you watched the other one. But now you can't find it, like, anywhere. Where? No. I'm like, what did they do to it? I was like, like, we're taking bastardization out. Like, no. <laughs> I was just like, I wish you can get into manga more and do stuff, but I think anime just took over. And I just, anime just like, I like it. It's, it's there. I'm a dub listener. I know a lot of people have controversy with that. Yeah, I listen to the real voice actors. Uh, well, bitch, I can't read. I can't read that fast. And, like, my brain can't focus. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty scene. What did they just say? It's like, you <laughs> said words. I can just understand you're upset right now in the scene. What are you upset about? I have no clue. But look at that pretty flower that was drawn perfectly great over there in that corner. Literally. That's, like, uh, I mean, any of the... Um, horror movies that were really popular on Netflix there for a while, like, you're like, oh, this is, like, the best scary movie, but I think it was, like, uh, like, in Spanish or something, and then they were like, oh, this really great Korean movie, and, like, this and that, and I'm like, I love that, I love movies, let's watch them, and then I'm like, I can't do this, I can't, I don't know what's going on, I can't be scared, because I'm reading what's happening in, like, super slow time, because I'm like, Oh, they said that. Oh, oh miss, God, what did I do? <laughs> I just missed something. Oh, oh Lord. Uh, like, let me rewind. Let me rewind. Like, I do, I do like the Netflix now. It's like when they put stuff out now that's like from different countries and stuff, they already dubbed it with American voice actors and stuff. That's nice. I know that for a while, like, they were having the trailer would be in, like, English. Yeah. And that'd be, like, sweet. And then you kind of watch for a second and be like, their lips aren't quite matching up. I bet this is like, from another country and then you click on it and it's in that language which I was like I mean that's great but I can't do yeah, it they, I want to experience it but I me no read fast <laughs> yeah because there was a series like in the beginning Netflix days was called Elite I'm probably gonna do it now because now it's dubbed but at first I was like wow it's a, it's a teen drama show someone got murdered on a college campus I was like I am into this and then and then it's like in Fran- French That's like the. I didn't realize that uh, Miraculous Ladybug was still going on. And so I'm like, because I finished everything that was on Netflix. I'm like, this can't be the end of it, right? Like, this didn't end. Like, this wasn't series ending. Like, they're still like going after Hawk Moth and everything. What the fuck? And then they're like, oh, we're signed for like three more seasons, but they're not even out in France yet. So I'm like, uh, but I want, I want it, and then I guess they're gonna, they're, they have a movie coming out, but it's not going to be dubbed. Damn. And I'm like, what? Why? Why? I need that. 
was like, what? obsession with fucking Ladybug and Cat Noir. But I know I'm gonna, I was like, I know I'm gonna watch it. A lot of people have been telling me, because like, I need to watch season two of Owl House and stuff. Yeah. It's like, I know a lot of people, like, I don't know why, a lot of people have issues of watching, like, cartoons. People be like, oh, you're watching that cartoon show? And I'd be like, oh, you watching Family Guy? And I was like, okay. He was like, he want to be like that. Because most of these animated cartoon shows are, I feel like, is more fit for adults than kids at this moment in time. Literally. That's how I was like, Gravity Falls is a great example. In my opinion, that is not, not a kid's show. Like, it has enough silly humor that I was like, I guess I can get away with it. But, like, it's not, it's not for kids. It's for, that was like, there's just too much. I was like, obsessed. I'm like, I'm not, I didn't know this is for us. And I know it. It's fine. I'm gonna watch it. Like, Gravity Falls was the first, like, at ARG I was ever a part of. Because mm-hmm. when they started putting, like, those secret codes in the episodes and you had to find it and then you had to go online and search for it and stuff, that was the first time I, like, was super invested into a show to be, like, that extreme and stuff. Because what it's supposed to lead you to, they hid the pyramid guy, uh, uh, his, they hid his face or in the U.S. as a statue in certain court, uh, coordinates. So you had to go to that, take a picture of it with it, and then if you're the first one that found it, then you get like some stuff. I don't know what you got. They never posted what they, people got. But that was the right. whole thing. That was the whole adventure was to find those three statues. Obviously none of them was near Kentucky. But like, right. I was like, that was just that was just some insane publicity for that. That they just made these three giant statues. It wasn't like these little itty bitty things. It was like a giant statue of this man that was rambling in the middle of like Colorado. And you're like, yeah, this is totally for kids. I love those kind of things. I am not um, techie. I know. I, I'm just not. It's not. I love watching videos about them. Like mm-hmm. other people doing them. I'm like, yeah, that's so cool. I yeah. could never, but hell yeah, dude. Yeah, so I was like, that's like my practice around of ARGs and stuff, because I'm trying to get into more, but like, man, they just, people been making up codes. Like, I'm like, that's like, are you think escape room is hard? Do an ARG by yourself. No, I could never. They will look I, up, can't, I can't even do escape room. <laughs> I was like, you know, they have those, just like, those little decoder things where they have like it's like a little knob and it has letters around it and stuff like that like i know those from the back of my head when they start going deep into it and there's like other ways of doing sequences with it i'm like stop i do not know the names of this stop it because even like matt pat from game theory even he had like uh, he was one of the ones like i think his videos were the first ones that i really started watching when he would like do stuff like that I'm like, oh, and then like they prop up the record of it and stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll watch that one too. I'm like, these are so freaking cool. Right. I mean, I could never. But I will 100% watch your video of you doing it. Yeah. It's like, you gotta go in the source files. You gotta highlight this picture. You put this picture in this file, it gives you something new. I'm like, what? You're like, you literally have to like deconstruct your game to do other stuff. That stuff is ridiculous. Even like Doki Doki Literary yes. Club. That was like, I watched a playthrough of it first before I ever played it. And it was just so like, watching the kids and they're like, what do you mean? What, wait, wait. I think we have to do that in like 
I'm like, I would have never. But yeah, I am not, I do not have a, like the big brain energy to figure out stuff if it's not like right here. If it's not simple, I'm not a smart woman. I, <laughs> how the hell do people like, just look me like, oh yeah, we gotta go, we gotta delete this, we gotta do this, I'm like, I, I would never thought of me playing a visual novel game that I leave the game, delete some files from the game, go back in the game, and then this is fine and dandy. And then this, like, character singing you a sad song. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. why am I crying? It's like, Lord, what is going on? There's too many emotions. And you're a fictional character. What are you doing? Doki Doki Literature Club was a freaking... Right, because I it was like Doki Doki. I was like, oh, I love like story games and I love like anime and stuff. So I'm all about it. I think I watched uh, Game Grumps play it first, and I was like, yeah, this is fun. I think Aaron knew and Dan did. That's so I was like, they're like, ah, ha, and he's like, yeah, isn't this so funny? And then weird, creepy shit started happening, and Dan's like, ah, like ah. oh, oh god, yeah, it's like she just stabbed herself. Why? 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 What just happened with her? It's like, I mean, like they just really was a plot twist. It's just one of those things, like Happy Tree Friends. Oh my god! I feel like this is more of like a. <laughs> this is such a mod part of thing, not just books, but yeah, this is everything. <laughs> a, little, a little off topic, but I mean, Doki Doki Literature Club is about like books. It's a visual so. novel. We're circling back around. <laughs> I was oh. trying to think. I made a list of books, but then I left it in the other. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, I mean, Hunger Games, that kind of stuff. That was that was like my jam. The Hunger Games is the best. What district would you want to be in? Um, none of them. I would want to be in the capital. Oh yes, capital would have been minor choice, or even like District Thirteen. Not gonna lie. Yeah, um, also, what was it, District 4 was the swimming district? Fishing. I would have done District 4, like, because you're, like, a career, but not a career. Like, you're right there. Right. Like, enough like everyone else, I guess, enough like the the scrubs. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you just get to chill, you get to fish, you get to be on the beach, live your best life. And just, like... I just pray that your name doesn't get picked out or have somebody volunteer because usually okay I also I think a nice I think a strategic move a different strategic move would be to live in the career districts because mostly all the time people volunteer themselves well yeah and I was like that's like what these kids are trained to do they're bred to do yes um so I was like I think definitely live there then your kids are never gonna get picked yeah just like like, make sure the top students like there's probably other lore into it more about it because it may not be that simple easy that you can just glance the background and stuff but without the lore i think you do your little training for the 18 years let 18 people volunteer ahead of you you just sit back and relax and you have a cocktail after you turn 19 right literally like well, and it's like, especially, I mean, they get trained to do it. So it's like, as long as you just have your kid be like, don't be brainwashed like the rest of them. Let those fucking idiots like. Like, yeah, just let them go. And you, you 
get to just <laughs> I was dumb. I was like, what are my titty hit it hard. <laughs> I was like, I think like a a thing uh, with district one and two. They probably did like a they probably paid off the family somehow. Like, oh, I'm sure like I, hey, like a volunteer. I mean, I feel like they would be the district that would like have boot camps. I don't know. I haven't read the Hunger Games in so long. That might have been a thing, dang. but I don't remember. Because, like, District 1 is luxury. <laughs> district 2, I don't remember District 2, but I know 3 is, like, missionary. Sorry, like, the guns. Missionary. It's good to be that kind of podcast. No, it's not the missionary. I keep on doing it, Mercy. I keep on doing it all the time. It's like the organism orgasm. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, I love District 3. No wonder they're a career. <laughs> the best. <laughs> I hate that District 12 is like Candidly, Kentucky. I mean, you literally, the moment I was reading, I was like, dang. This is where I'd be. I'd be in the god dang poor place. I was okay. like, of course it would be us. I was like, of course. I was I like, like, I know where I'd want to be. But I also know where I would be. Yes. So. It's like we would be. I was like, damn, twelve. Like when they when I first saw mining, I was like, it's yeah, fucking Gus Kentucky, Kentucky right then and there. It, we get the fucking caves and shit. Like, we can't have nothing. No, but I like I like that it was Kentucky and then the two like main stars were from like Kentucky. Kentucky. I was like, <laughs> and we won. <laughs> you know, we started a revolution, bitch. Yes, it sounds like Kentucky. Yeah. Like, isn't this? I think this is 13 was Florida. Probably, I don't know. Is it a Florida, I think Texas? They had like a map, yeah, Pan, uh, oh. Pan Am and stuff. Like, I remember I was studying this, it's like, what district would I be and how would I make it to District 4? <laughs> yeah, I remember we had that uh, TikTok hashtag. I was like researching stuff because I was like, I haven't like looked at the Hunger Games in so long. I don't even remember what districts are white. I don't remember like anything. District 4, just District 4 was like Florida area. District 13 was like up by New York. Well, this map is wrong. It's the same as I never met a stupid. I, I think I found a map. Okay, so... But Kentucky, uh, according to this map, it, Kentucky was split in half. Like, if yeah. you lived in the southern part, you was textile, District 8. But if you lived in the northern part, which is basically where we are at, we live in District 12. District yeah. 13 was mainly Canada. And like you said, New York, yeah, this New York area. Not kind of upper. Yeah. And here they didn't have Florida. Uh, they say Florida isn't anything. But that, that, I think it's a weird place with the like this. And then that the, the capital is weird in the middle. Like I always think the capital of California, but Cal- that's it. District Four is shitty, but that's like this part was like capital, and then like District One was like whatever's next to California. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, but California is District Four, and then it's District One, and then it's the capital. I just don't feel like when I do think of like fishing and like 
stuff like that. I think of like Florida, Alabama, like those areas down south, more than like on the like the west coast. Yeah, I was like, I would never thought about that, but I guess they figured it away because you know everything got changed when the Fire right. Nation attacked. <laughs> but yeah, that is uh, funny though because I was like, I always the way that like the capital was was like that's Hollywood. Like, yeah, all the rich and famous people live there now. So like, what? <laughs> I wonder how people got jobs at the Capitol. Like, did you just, like, yeah. get older and just, like, I'm gonna try out for being the Capitol and then you just go there? Or just, like, uh, Effie's job. Just walk around and be like, I'm gonna announce this. I'm okay. announcing that you're dying. Hello. But, like, you know, she's living her best life. Her okayest life. Like, well, because with the thing yesterday, her, she's, like, well, but she's the dedicated person for District 12 to say it. And so she just sees so many people, like, dead every Which year. Which traumatizing, but I feel like in this lifestyle, this is what you grew up around, I feel like death is a very desensitized thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's a little scary and stuff, like, in our society, like, ooh, death, yikes, but, like, in retrospect, like, it's just, I feel like we're very desensitized here. Not to the extent of, like, if we held a hunger games, but I feel like that's just the next step. Okay. Yeah, so we're just making it <laughs> so close. It was like, get rid of abortion laws, overpopulate. Oh, hunger games. We're just getting close. We're getting close to it. Now it's like, I'm glad we're not old enough for it, but, well, they probably, they probably make it. They'd be like, they'd be like, you started 12 and ends at 34. I'd be like, why? Okay. Okay, that sucks. Now I gotta go kill a kid. Yeah, like, okay, kill a kid. And it'd be like, all the 12 year olds at 1.30. You're sitting there like, I'm the target. <laughs> Just push them down. They don't know what to do. I'll just sing some songs. I'm a teacher. I'll sing the teacher songs. And they'll be like, yeah. Yay! Like, ah. like, do you think your ultimate move you would do to try to win the Hunger Games? Uh, I would dead ass just pee to that shit. I'm gonna hide. I'm gonna just paint my ass up and I'm gonna hide. So, would you go to the cornucopia in the beginning? Um, I don't know. I feel like it would have to be an instinct, like, uh, in the moment because it is a bloodbath. That's just a thing. But, like, then they prowl around it. So, it's proven that, like, going back later doesn't necessarily keep you from getting your shit rocked either. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like I want to say no, but I don't know. I personally think I would be a nerd in this aspect of, like, I'm going to spend my training time learning what food I can and can't eat Uh and what, like, materials and stuff I can use to my advantage for whatever reason. And my ass is dipping and I'm going to go eat some berries and find a cave, bitch. Yeah. In a couple days. Yeah, just in case somebody comes a little too close but. yeah I don't think I would go to the corner cobra either just because you don't know what's there right I was like yeah you might grab a backpack and this might have some food in it no it's got a, just a bunch of knives yep. like, knives only I'm like cool um, and the thing is you can't really trust anything in the arena because the arena is like they make it so like you would think you're eating a non-poisoning plant but they did hit a button it's like <laughs> it's poisonous now Right. Well, I think that my biggest move, and this is uh, maybe honing in on all of my Leo aspects, is just being a fan favorite. 
yes ultimately that is your way to win um you know being like tactical and smart and stuff fighty i guess but like if people like you enough they're sending you food they're sending you sunscreen that's the biggest thing i'm gonna fucking need like sunscreen please Uh, but they're sending you that shit Mm -hmm. you're like lover oh you want to go live because then you live and then you get to like interact with them you get to be their buddy so like you find a camera be like love you guys thank you I, I think another move that people that I wonder if people would uh, do is say you're pregnant. I know you're a child and stuff, but just say it. And see what happens. Okay, I was like, if you're of age of like having a period, <laughs> but Katniss did do that. Yes, and it really helped her that much. Well, Katniss still uh, already had a target on her back. Right, but it was like the people. The people were like, oh, yes, oh my god, you're but pregnant. I, it's but, if, if this Hunger Games reality, if you are like in your 30s, I'm gonna just send me send me some food and I'll flash my boobies. Okay, come on. <laughs> I'm think, already on like national TV, living my worst life. Because I like with catching fire, it's the it's the all stars season. Like yeah. if everyone's right back, so everybody knows how to play the game. They know you put some the harsh and you had the the brother and sister duo. He has somebody PTSD just crying. Fidnick yep. volunteered to be with Max because it was supposed to be with Annie and stuff like that. Like, yeah, the old lady, they knew how to play the system. They knew all the tips and tricks to get it and stuff. I was like, well, even... Uh, that, like, what they were... Uh, Katniss was like, I'm not playing this game. Uh, I think it was like Joanne or Joanna or whatever her name mm-hmm. was. She was like, you have to play this game, you idiot. Like, that's what you do. You make them think they're your friends so that like they give you shit you can win that's how you do it like how does like nobody knows this like I think their careers could have had a good one because uh it was Kato I wanted to say Chloe but whoever the blonde girl was because it wasn't on the same because it wasn't on the same district and I found that out late because I thought that was on the same district it wasn't one of Kato was from District 1, and the other one was 2, but they announced that they were dating. Yeah. And stuff. And, like, with that, I was like, I think that was a good method type thing. They did get a lot of fan favorites, but they got overshadowed by Peta and Katniss. Right. Well, and I also think um, an aspect of the Hunger Games that would just be absolute balls like other than just the whole situation but like they're forcing you to be with these people especially the person from your district for so long and like is a boy and a girl or something so like you know this hetero lifestyle you're like they're really cute but like what if like just a friendship like you're gonna inevitably build a friendship unless you were just trying your hardest to stay cold because in the books it's like what almost a month or like a month that they are training and like yes. doing all that. like it's a long time mm-hmm. that you were always around that person at the very least not counting like all the training sessions with the other people and like by Pete and Katniss's game like it was like 150 something 160 something like you know that everybody's gonna die so you probably try not to build friendships but it's like I feel like that's kind of inevitable and then you're like well, we're friends, but, like, it's one of those, are they gonna kill me? Do I kill them? Like, 
Uh, and it was it was Kato and Glimmer. Glimmer was the person. Yeah, Glimmer. Glimmer was District Glimmer, One. Because yeah. uh, Glimmer almost got. They did this in the book, but they didn't do it in the movie unless they said it more in the movie. That Glimmer almost got disqualified because she had a, a ring. Like, as you know, you could bring a token in, and her ring had poison in it. Yeah. And then she almost got disqualified for that, but they let her go. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe kind of spicy. She's a and she was a face. She was a pretty girl, blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. She was a big fan favorite and stuff. And I was like, I wonder how that would have gone if it was like them two. Like, if it was Kato and Glimmer. I feel like, I mean, they just would have tried to kill each other, obviously. But I want to yeah. know who would have struck first. Kato. Because I want to say the guy. But I feel like. These big beefy men are usually a little bit more sappy. So he's like, oh, um, what if this could? And she's just like, points and stab. Because she's ruthless. Yeah, I was saying, I, the way I would have pitched it, it was like, if it was realistically, it was the um, the careers. And then it was like the district one and two, because they didn't talk about the district four and three person that well. So that I would have thought. Glimmer would probably kill Clove. I mean, like, that would probably like, be the last moment. She'd be like, about it and stuff. He's like, we're almost there. And then, like, Kato just comes in the back and, like, stabs her through the sword. Yeah. And it's like, she wouldn't see it coming. He's like, I got a wind doll face or something like that. That's all I could think of. <laughs> and I got a wind doll face. And then she's just, like, coughing up blood and just like, but we're supposed to be together forever. It's like, but only one can win. <laughs> in a situation like that, I would just love her to come up with a knife in the neck. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, that would have been that would have been the ultimate thing. Cause I think Glamour would have been that bitch. It. Yeah. She she would have been one hundred percent that bitch. I would be like and then it just ends there because you don't know if it's one winner, two winners, they're both dead, no winners. And then Peter just pops up out of the rock. <laughs> Realistically, Katniss shouldn't have made it as far as she did. She didn't. She should not. No, I agree 110%. Rue should have died the way that she died. It should have been Katniss. Yeah, and I was like, Katniss is just not not as much of a Billy badass as I think the book wanted her to be. Mm -hmm. Like, again, one of my favorite books, and I do like Katniss. As far as, like, female protagonists go, I like Katniss more than a lot of other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think that they put too much stuff in there. Like, she's really good with a bow and arrow. And so, yeah, she won. She won. It's like, what the hell? Like, uh, <laughs> she's not me. very likable. She's, she's not the smartest. She's very, very emotion-driven. Right. Um, impulsive. Mm-hmm. So, Most definitely, like, yes. It just keeps it just keeps going, and I'm just like, I just hate that like, Prem dies. <laughs> That's all I hate. Like, you know, this is the only reason why this all started. And like, I will say to this day, it's all Prem's fault. Oh, it yeah, all started. All of this was because Cat just like I gotta protect my 
little sister from uh, because my psycho mom has uh, freaking traumatized me so much that like like that was her mom saying she's like oh, you can't let her go and it's like oh, well I can but I guess I volunteer and I was like she's very emotion driven she's very impulsive but I think that that scene in the book I was like closed the book for a minute because they're just like Cat is like, oh, bombs are going up. They're in a fucking war, and then yes. I'm sorry, what? With the with the with the capital kids, right? Yeah, Yeah, with the capital kids. uh, Help me, like she was like uh, the nurse first aid and stuff. Yeah, um, and she's just like blown up because it's like not just bombs. It was Christmas presents. Yeah, it wasn't like boxes or something. Yeah, it was like, a present yeah, because the kids are supposed to open it. Yeah. It was fucked up. But I was like, I mean, again, I like that kind of stuff. I like reading and being genuinely shook. But like Finnick, I, I am a Finnick simp. I love him so much. Finnick should have died. His death was absolute bullshit. Yes. And I got that spoiled for me. My friend was like, oh, you're reading, like, the... I think he died in Catching Fire, maybe. Which no, he, he died, died in Mockingjay. The end okay, of Mockingjay. Yeah, tour, the tours and stuff. Um, she's like, oh, did you get to the part where Fennec died yet? And was like... No. No, I haven't. And to this day, I've still not gotten over that. I was in, like, um, freshman or sophomore in high school and I'm like I will take no. I will take that to my grave no I didn't then I got to it and I'm like wow yeah this is bullshit and Katniss is just like no uh, bye it's like leave without me alright don't try to stay I'm not I wasn't going to bye there's a big giant beast on you nope <laughs> you, you deal with the butts okay honey you got this right Bye. Bye. I wish with the mutts they did more in the and with the Hunger Games because the mutts are supposed to be the other tributes. Yeah, like the the mutts, the like books. I was like, oh man, the books were pretty traumatizing. She did not pull punches, in my opinion, with shit. I was like, holy shit! And again, I'm in like high school and I'm reading this. And I'm like, what the. Ah, like, she is terrified, and then the movies are just like, eh, scary uh, little doggies. It's like they look grandmothies. Like, like when no, you read the book, like mutated, animalistic dead kids. Yes. Like, and I don't even remember. I don't remember the Mockingjay movies as much. I feel yeah. like I was kind of getting out of it at that point like I was like it's just not as good as the books and like so I feel like I've all like I've watched the first two movies a bunch so of times. times but I don't feel like I've watched so I was like I don't even remember how they did the death like if they did the death of Prim as brutal in the movie no as the books the only thing I remember was like the presents falling down and just Katniss screaming and then boom I don't think they like showed it well, because there's other kids too, and this is still during the time where like kids' death is like, oh no, I know this is the Hunger Games, I know this is Hunger Games that has kids' deaths twenty four seven, but this one no, right? Because it's 
like they were like, well, this actor actually is a child, and like all the children actors that were in the Hunger Games were all adults, so yes. it, was, it was fine. But that I was like, I'm still waiting for some of these. Like, I keep seeing rumors that the House of Night is getting a movie. Ah, uh, yeah, House of Night would be a totally great movie. It would be a totally great show. It would be a really good show because those books are so in depth, in depth and like detailed about stuff. And I'm like, and I think it would just be a better Netflix show because then they could be horny on main. Yes. Like, um, I just feel like they can't get as horny, <laughs> horny in the movie that they could in the show. Um, so Netflix should totally pick it up. It's it's too much. Some of those. I'm, I remember reading this book, and I'm just like, you know, a book that we've been dodging talking about, <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate <laughs> book to me. I'm ashamed at how much I liked Twilight. <laughs> I read it so much. Twilight always came out around my birthday time, so it was like my birthday present. <laughs> well, my favorite thing about Twilight is I went to a midnight release of the first movie, and I won a cosplay contest. I was not dressed up. <laughs> I was just dressed in my regular clothes. They're like, you won the cosplay contest. You look like Bella. And I was like... Okay. <laughs> You look like Stephanie Myers. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it was a it was a hoot. Um but I really liked the books and I really liked the movies when I was younger. Even though I was trying to make Kelsey watch the movies with me and I think we only got halfway through the first one and she's like, I can't handle it. I'm like, it's so bad, it's like and it just gets better because the actors get so fed up with the shitty script yes by the end of it they're just doing their own thing and you can tell it's so much more fun to watch like these are the ones one exception of it just gets better yes (laughs) the longer it goes on the better it gets that was like the freaking shake up Bella fight scene in the fourth mm. it's like you need my daughter to the Loch monster ridiculous just comical watching and it looks like they're just fucking over it and just living their best lives and I love that yes but, but I, <laughs> I always love the line young Bella <laughs> I think we should definitely have a Twilight movie marathon I will love that so down but the one thing people can shit on twilight as much as they want and it's pretty much always um accurate and fair no soundtrack has ever gone so fucking hard it had no reason to be that good no especially with how bad things were like oh my god but the thing is i will say for how bad the movies are it followed the books really well. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Stephanie Myers, Stephanie Myers made sure it stayed like that. It's like we're not changing nothing. This is my this, passion. This is me. So, 
my self-insert story. Okay, and you're gonna do it. Do it right now! You would not change it! I was like, I still wanna do, like, I really wanna do a cosplay with the baseball uniforms. Please. I don't even know. I wanna, I wanna say, like, I wanna be Alice because, like, literally, I watched the movie, and I was like, Do I like girls? <laughs> Do I like boys? Why is everyone so fucking hot? Hot. <laughs> Alex just Alex just kept on looking better in each movie. She's got better. She just her hair. That, it's just like first movie came out, and I was like, "Yep." Immediately went to the hairdresser. Like that's what I The little flippy, fucking hair, and it, God, did it look so bad? <laughs> I loved it. I loved every second. <laughs> As Alice needs her own show, he literally does. I I would absolutely though kill to have a huge group cosplay of the baseball scene. Yes, everyone, every single person. We're gonna. I'm gonna make a list. And I'm just gonna start checking people off as we get them because it needs to happen. All the pictures we need to work on our like. Yes, we gotta stretch our legs. <laughs> We do like the side by side, like you know, people recreate scenes from movies and so they put the little side by side what their friends are doing. Is that we do that? And I was like, and I mean that whole scene just—it was flawless, cinematically beautiful. Like I can watch it. The unnecessary slow motion. Unnecessary. And then speed up, speed up. Perfection. Nothing. Nothing will ever be as cinematically. Perfect then as the baseball, baseball scene for Twilight. <laughs> I was like, if anyone could take anything from any of the movies of Twilight, it's just that baseball scene. Don't worry about the plots and stuff. No, you don't have to worry about anything. Just look at every single one of those actors in the movies. Those baseball. The, ba- the baseball. That's it. That's it. The That's baseball. Right? <laughs> it's just the only lore from like the vampires. Like, we like the storm. It gives us power. They're like, wait, what? Like, what? <laughs> and they're like, play baseball. Baseball. But okay. and this doesn't make sense. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I can. It doesn't make sense, but hot. I, I, I'm into. That's my sexuality. The baseball. Vampire. Like, <laughs> like, that's it. That is, there it is, right there. Like, what do I? What? What? Do you, Happy Pride Month. I am the scene from Twilight. The baseball scene from Twilight. Yes. Blue and all. <laughs> that, that's what it is. There it is. There it is right there. And it's like, if we're not hanging out and doing the uh, recreating the vampire baseball scene from Twilight, I don't want to be friends. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want this friendship. If you say no, like, that's going to be like my first question now. Like, if I have like a friendship application, so, would you recreate the Vampire Twilight baseball scene with me? Yes or no? What do you think is the most cinematically beautiful and powerful scene in history? In movie history. Every movie ever. What is it? And if it's not the baseball, oh, baseball scene, scene Twilight, like... roll out the opportunity. <laughs> no. Cut off. Cut off. Friends. <laughs> okay. I was like, like, I don't make the rules here. I just, mm. I just enforce them. Yes. Like, 
That's it. <laughs> it was like I'm looking at a picture right now. The base was sitting in Twilight. I'm just like, like nice. And I wish they had more of the Volturi. I love yes. Iroh so much. I don't care what anyone says, but Iroh was my favorite. The young looking one annoyed the crap out of me, and the older one. No, not the Coda fan. I'm talking about like the main Volturi people, not the not the twins. Oh, okay. The twins are just like their servants. I don't think they're. I don't really count them as Volturi, really, guys. The one that played uh, Jace from Shadowhunters, that guy. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like he did. I don't. I didn't understand him. He talked too much as Volturi, even though he had two lines. He talked too much. And the the older guy, he was just the mood. He just wanted to die, okay. bro. He really just like finally killed me. Dang. I will say though, Chase from Shadowhunters. Oh my god. That man, just reading him in the books, I was like, oh my god. I hate him so much that I just want to kiss his face. I emotionally kiss him. I feel like interacting with this man, I would want to fist fight him until other things happen. Go ahead. <laughs> Just absolute just hatred like, on a romantic level. You know, and not even enemies to lovers. No, we're lovers, but we are enemies the whole time. Yes. I hate this man so much, but it's just something about the stupid shit he says that I'm like, all right, now my clothes are off. I have I like watching, like, I said, like, I haven't re- watched the show Shadow Hunters, but I, I see, like, gifts from it and stuff, and I just saw the gift of jace and maya getting together and i had to like double take for a moment i was like that's not in the books right I and, uh, I but that's i was so clary is my absolute most hated main character ever she puts herself and everyone else into the worst situations and then cries about it I, I hate her so much. I have hated her from ever since reading the books when I was like a freshman in high school. But in public enemy number one. Okay, you want to know who we need to get rid of? You want to know what main character should have gotten killed off? It's Clary. Clary, yes. No. But, and I like, I feel like the show really did take more of the like shady parts of the book and kind of tried to fix them. Like, they didn't make Simon a player. Yeah. Like, when in the books when he was like dating Isabel and Maya at the same time like, yes just being a scumbag they don't do that at all like they do make him like he gets a little cocky sometimes but he's like super easily put back in his place and like just in the Simon that they casted in the show he looks great in the gifts like he got the right attitude and stuff I've seen and stuff. literally he is perfect uh, for the character absolutely He's just the cutest fucking thing mm-hmm. in the world. I just want to put him in my pocket and just love him forever. Like, Alec, again. Perfect. Magnus. Perfect. I was like, I did not put two and two together that he was the guy from Glee. It and is? And I was like, yeah, the, the, like, um, Asian dancer. Oh my god. I and know. I was like, he likes her dancing and stuff. And I'm like, it's the same guy. guy. I love it. I'm just uh, glad they didn't whitewash him. I'm glad they didn't do that. 
I am too because that is a big like thing in the books like that they talk about a lot and stuff and I was like I'm glad I, even like the white woods I was mm-hmm. really happy that they were not just white people like, right they were in the, the movie that should not be named right but I was I I just really liked the show a lot um as far as like it didn't follow completely but I was like honestly I went back and tried to reread after the show came out and I was like this, this didn't age well it did the not is it I don't think I read the very last book of War Instruments I think I started I still have the audiobook on my phone and I think I was at the point where I was like I don't want this to end so I don't want to read it that's how I was because it that last book came out when I was in college and I was like I started this when I was like a freshman in high school I found it in my like school library and I was like oh my god and it was like a fucking chonker of a book and I was like I've never Yes. All right. And it was just so reading the last. I've read the whole series. Like, I've read the first one. I don't even know how many times. Like, I've read all of them so many times. Like, Devin and I watched the Shadowhunters together. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, this is our this one. But, like, they did that and just quote, spitting too much knowledge about this story. And I was like, I think I only read the last one one time. And I was like, nope, it's over. <laughs> okay. It's like, alright, cool, I guess. Yeah, so. Definitely, I think I think that was tough. I want to say it was my favorite, but then I think I was like, I love Divert, but I love Divert. I, I just can't think of it. I think I'm sticking to Hunger Games and Twilight. I'm a Twihard. Twilight just has a special, twisted little place in my heart. Like... And I think about, because I remember when Twilight came out, I had so many teachers that were obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, the posters on their wall and stuff. And I was like, as an adult now, and having read Twilight, I liked it a lot when I was younger. I don't think as an adult with adult reading comprehension that I could read this book and think it was good. And you were an English teacher, right? Yes. What? I think they were, like, trying to appeal to the kids. I did. Well, I had one who was just... A little too obsessed, I think, that she was inserting herself in that story as well and just living her best life. This I was vibe. like, I get it. That's what I'm doing too. That was that's my my biggest coping mechanism as a teenager was I'm gonna pretend that I live in this world now. Yep, me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my world now. I'm in the Twilight verse. Bye. <laughs> I'm the uh, yes. <laughs> this is like no, I'm part of the Volteri. I think I, I always imagine myself part of the Volteri so much. I just want to learn so much more about them. I just don't think that I could just continue to go back to high school over and over and over again. No. If I live forever, even if I live forever and I looked like I was like 17, I'd be getting a fake ID and I would be living my best life. I'm, I'd go to college over and over Yeah, again. I was like, college would make more sense. You can get all the degrees and you learn. Right. I think that t- Twilight should be rewritten Mm-hmm. I think that would be pretty sweet. And then it's like it makes a lot more sense. The movie would have made a lot more sense since they were all like thirty. And it wouldn't be creepy with Jacob. Exactly. Like everybody. Because yeah. like Team Edward T. Jacob. Like me learning more about the Team Jacob and stuff, and I was like, 
I feel like it's an automatic choice has to be Edward because Jacob is 16. Well, yeah. That, I was like, I never understood, even when I was younger, I never understood the teens. It's like, I mean, I get having your ships and everything, but like, she ends up with Edward. Yeah, that's like she how ends the book up with Peter. You don't really get a choice, whatever team you're on. It doesn't matter. Fuck your team. It's like, we know how it ends. Like, you know what the main fine. person You can have your ship and you can uh, go read fanfic that accommodates to that ship, but to actually spend money on a Team Jacob shirt. Are you okay? No. That's not, I don't think I ever had anything that said Team Jacob on it. I think I just had a Jacob shirt. And you just I, had to know. For my birthday, I think my 16th birthday, or something, my mom's friend, because she kept saying, what do you want for your birthday? I said, like, I don't know, Taylor Lautner. And she's like, all right, bet. And she bought me a, like, Jacob cardboard cut. It was my favorite thing. I used to, like, put it around my house. <laughs> so, like, you know, you get up in the middle of the night, and then, like, there's Jacob just staring at you. <laughs> you like, getting a so, snack like, and just a cardboard yeah. Jacob. Audibly here, like, my mom be like, oh, my God. <laughs> and he would startle me sometimes, and I would keep him my room he'd be in the corner and be like oh god it's like Edward just watching you sleep blink my guy blink <laughs> please please that's all I want I know you looking at me but blink I'm fine blink like but, I mean Robert Pattinson looked good in Twilight like I was like you know what he like he's hot like a like a little like a little soggy mouse kind of way like it, it's cute I guess. Um, but boy, that man just got better. The better, dad. Better. The dad was better. Oh my god. He yeah. still has not aged. That man. I looked up I looked up his picture. I was like, Are you you a vampire, aren't you? You have a ass. I was like, no, I know I started daddy key. <laughs> Cause I like, I love the scene oh, where I love how it was agreed upon in the scene where he's like doing like Bella stitches and stuff. And I'd be like, you know they're fucking. They could have fucked. Yeah. Like, that intimate mode, they stay in each other. I was like, they're fucking. I think we were talking about two different daddies for a second, but like both daddies. Um, Carlisle and Charlie. Oh, you're <laughs> 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 You're like stitching them up and then fell in the And I was like, wait a second, we're not talking about the same dad. No. You know, I, I take you to one. I'm not. I was like, yeah, you got a himbo, then you got sexy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah Carlisle, you're like, oh man, he's just, he's just a very beautiful, conventionally attractive man. Then you got Charlie, I'm like, dad, boss. Would we? Yeah. I you would. Build a Good, Kent. But Kyle, he'd be like, you want to ride a motorcycle in the midnight sky up to the cliff? Oh, oh, oh. No. <laughs> oh, yes. Fuck under the moonlight. It's <laughs> like, so, man, she is a lucky woman. <laughs> that, 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 his wife, they get to be together. They get to be together forever. For the rest of forever. I wonder how many threesomes they had. I feel like they spiced it up a lot. <laughs> I mean, vampire, I, I mean it, vampires are swinging. This is not just a thing. 
Probably. I feel like you would probably spice up your life a lot more if you're gonna be with that partner forever. I mean, unless you just have that, that eternal love. I dated somebody like asked one time, I was like, would you want to be with your partner for a thousand years? I mean, I think I would. Yeah. In a cheesy, pretty, silly way. Um, yeah, I agree that. upon you, you and Kelsey. Yes, I agree upon with that. I feel like at least year 500, y'all probably like add people. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, okay, we've had this conversation. I... Like, you're looking at his butt a little too far. <laughs> I said you could touch a boot for five seconds. It's five seconds. It's like. It's like. I'm <laughs> Say, yeah, two seconds for the booty. One, two, you're done. <laughs> you're done. You can look at him. No, you could look at him. No, please. You're done. <laughs> you're you're done. done. You have to do the Edwards there. <laughs> you can't blink. Well, when you blink, you're done looking at those titties, okay? <laughs> I like to think I wouldn't be that crazy, but, like, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Still a quirky <laughs> mood. <laughs> Just so quirky. <laughs> well, but. It's getting a little yeah. long in the podcast. So let's like go to our last game. Am I the asshole? <laughs> yes, I am. You are. Of course, you're the asshole. Thanks. With my Scorpio moon. The asshole. Not just a asshole. The, the asshole. asshole. The Libra is what calms it down. <laughs> oh man, the Libra is rough. That's my rising. That's yeah. Her rising's the same. And me and Kelsey got the moon. <laughs> the whole weird little friend group that intersects all over the place. It's like we're <laughs> at the same vibes. But with, if anyone doesn't know, what I am the asshole is a Reddit thread where people just post situations and then you have to determine if they're the asshole, the other person's the asshole, they're both the asshole, or nobody's the asshole. So. There's always an asshole. There's always an asshole. Probably not the person here. I don't know. But here's the first one is, am I the asshole for not wanting to read my partner's books? So my partner is a writer. I'm an artist. I used to be a reader in my childhood, but as my ADHD went unmedicated and I relied on my phone for entertainment, my attention span got shorter and now I don't enjoy reading anymore. I try, but it's difficult. The problem is my partner really wants me to read his books. His logic is if he looks at my art, I should read his book. But I feel like it's an unfair comparison because reading takes a hell of a lot longer than a glancing at a drawing and going, nice. I have read part of, of a book, a few books, and I tried to be encouraging and ask him what he's writing because I'm happy it makes him happy and I care, but I just don't want to read. Am I wrong here? Should I just try harder to I feel like I agree with the comparison of like looking at an art piece versus reading an entire ass book. Mm-hmm. And I understand the ADHD because I, I was a reader as well, and here I am. I can't feel. I feel like I can't read anything. Like it takes me many, many months to get through one book. Um, when I used to be able to read them in a couple days, so I was like, I mean. I feel like maybe not put that effort in like what is your book about tell me about it like maybe try to read a page but I feel like as your partner they should be understanding like I can't focus man 
It's like it's unmedicated. She even got the diagnose for it, then I, I believe it makes sense. She did put like an update here. She said, I also like to add, I have asked him to read to me, and I'll be happy to listen because I like his voice and audiobooks. I do really well with, but he doesn't want to do that either. So I like that that was the solution. I was like, I agree with that. Like you know, having someone read to, to you, you or like, is Kelsey since his long ass memes, and I'm like, I'm not gonna. I can't. And then he reads it to me and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was really funny. That's yeah. hilarious. Like, <laughs> like, I'm an audio girl and that would make more sense to me. The only thing Salisha, I can think of for this is to do, like, small snippets of reading. Like, if he finished, like, maybe, like, ten paragraphs and give that to her and then she will slowly read it. Right. I think that would be a good solution if it's not turning into an audiobook. Or just like wait for, or she just has to wait for it until it becomes an audiobook. Mm-hmm. And so they think yeah. of because, like, I'd be in the same boat here. I would try my damn best to read it, but I would have like so much, it would be hard. And then hard. you like feel, I feel like once there's that pressure that you have to do something, then it makes you not able to do it sometimes. And so it's like, well, he wants me to read this, and like now I feel like I have to read this. And now the more I focus on it, the more I just think about how I have to read this, or I'm going to disappoint him and he's going to hate me. And then he spirals. So no. I, I don't know. I feel like the I really like the solution of her being like, "Hey, if you read this to me, like I'll listen to it. I love your voice, and I feel like your story coming from your voice would just be awesome." And he'd be like, "No," be like, "Well, then I'm not going to read it." <laughs> The only thing I can think of is, like, if you have, like, a different friend that would read to read it. Or even, again, I mean, this small, tiny section, like, I'll read, you know, two or three pages a day. Yes, that's all I can think of. It's like, once you finish (laughs) ten paragraphs, give it to her, and then she'll read it and stuff. And then give it back and stuff, and then, like, do it again. And then that would be with me and my aspect. I feel like I'm the same way. Like I can't like look at a book. I I could read it and I'd be like, "What the hell did I read?" Because I will feel like, bad. Because I... times you read over it, read over it, read over it. Like I literally cannot absorb this. And so I'm trying, and I will feel bad to my partner being like, "Oh, you wanted me to uh, have an, ex- an expression right here. You want me to have a reaction right now." I can literally not provide any feedback. I did not absorb it. <laughs> yep. And then they would get upset. You look at you just go, nice. It was like, at this moment in time, I don't think she is the asshole at all. Him, I give him a half asshole-ish. He's like a butt cheek. Like, he's like a small bug cheek. Like, I know he feels passionate and it does seem like a compromise. I think he thinks he's going to hate. Because, like, if we're going to go, like, she is an artist and stuff, but art has a lot of interpretation, too. I know glancing at a picture, be like, nice. But the only thing he is saying is just the word nice and, like. Probably not really taking it in. Like. Yeah, yeah. But, like, so I, think, I give him a butt cheek. I feel like if y'all talk about it more, you would come to a compromise. On he's the ass cheek. He's not the whole hole. Yeah, just a little ass cheek. Yeah, I think compromising is the best solution on here for that to still support and stuff. And like, it's not like she's like, I hate that you're writing or anything like that. She's supportive. Oh, just like, no, I want to read it. I don't think I can. Yep. And I got one more. I am the asshole. 
This one is, am I the asshole for only buying my daughter books that are close to her reading level? And it is, uh, my daughter Rose, she's nine and is a very advanced reader. She's in the third grade, which is eight to nine-year-olds, but reads at a ninth grade level, which is 14 to 15-year-olds level. Uh, Despite her advanced reading level, the only book she wants to read is the I Survive series, the A through Z Mysteries. Both of these books are far below her reading level, so I told her it's fine if she wants to read them in school, but at home, she has to read something closer to her level. I've taken her uh, to the bookstore. We looked through the young adult section, but she refuses to read in the book. She says they're all boring and gross, and she always asks to get books from the children's section, but I have said no because they're too easy for her. Rose has started sneaking books from home, and when I started taking those away, she stopped reading in general. Now Rose has pulled away from me, and our teacher is recommending that I let her read whatever she wants. Rose's dad, my ex, Find out about this and tore into me for not letting Rose read books for kids her age and offered to send her books, but that's the that's not the problem. I don't have a problem with Rose reading, but if she's going to read, she should be reading something close to her level. Now everyone's mad at me, so I want to know if I am the asshole. One hundred percent person thinks that they are the asshole. Yes, I have two percent. The asshole I too. get that you want to support your kids' advanced reading level, but if they're not, I was like a third. What you said, third grade or something? Yeah. Like, they're not going to be interested. Ninth grade books that does involve like romances and stuff that she just probably does not give two shits about. Like, right? Or stuff that she's not going to understand. Like, she might be able to comprehend the words, but like, she's not understanding what the books are about. So yeah, they are boring. She's not seeing the bigger picture. Like. I think that that's kind of ridiculous. One of those, like, my kid's so smart, and I need them to just, I need everyone to see how smart they are. Let her read what she wants. Like, and now she, now you're making her not want to read. And so now she's going to be stunted at that reading level because she's not going to be interested in it. Girl. Uh, so I was like, I just looked at the, the I Survive series. I, was, I never heard of it. And man, I Survive looks intense. It's like an intense book. It's basically, have you heard of the Magic Treehouse books? Yes. Like when they go, that's basically what I Survive is. It's kids in like the blimp crashing, the kids at the Titanic. That's what the I Survive series is. Yikes. So I was like, I don't know what y'all mean. Cause that's like seen close enough to her reading level. I don't see like what it reads inside but those books looks intense for a child to have they make like more advanced books that are still like age appropriate like mm-hmm. they have those like the magic treehouse books and stuff have like levels and I, mean, I don't feel like they probably go up to like ninth grade but they do have like more advanced levels so it's like she's still expanding her vocabulary and still like learning but not reading stuff that she doesn't care about like stuff that might interest her more uh, so I read the, I read the A through Z mysteries I just forgot I never I looked at that up too I read that one the A through Z is the, the book cover had like snippets of newspapers that's written at the top that spells out A through Z mysteries like the A through Z mystery the empty envelope the falcon feathers it's like every it was 26 books 
it's a good series. It's just kids solving mysteries and stuff. And like that was a bit of a chapter book. It was Magic Treehouse style. So I was like, I mean, they make books like the big friendly giant and stuff. It's like kid appropriate, but like the wordage can be a little tricky. So I don't know. I feel like you're the asshole, sis. Yeah, I think they're the assholes. Just like let them read what they want to read. Like. It's like, of course, she, the, you just be happy that she is able to read up to a ninth grade level, but does not mean she has to read books only in those levels and stuff. Well, yeah, because like textbooks and stuff are always going to be like above a level than like what they're actually. So she's always going to have that challenge at school and stuff. And I'm sure her teacher probably has books that challenge her a little bit that are probably cool books but like if she's reading like recreationally and on her own time and she she wants to read like Mm -hmm. not everything has to be an assignment right it just not (laughs) it's like let her be there and then when she reads something else she reads something else it'll grow with the books that's really what happens that went from the blue first series magic tree house to the hunger and to other stuff like it, it goes higher and i'm reading business books if you asked third grade me to read a, bird, a business book, I would say, hell no. Uh-uh. Give me some fun. Yeah. So, like, it would go up there in due time, just chill. Like, I care about her education, which is much appreciated, because not a lot of parents care about the education stuff. But, like, they're still kids. We're still kids. If it's not a reading assignment, then, like, let us read whatever we want to read. Literally. So. Yeah, you're the asshole. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sis. Asshole for me. And I think they labeled it as asshole, too. So, I was just, hopefully, they figured it out. So, it's from a year ago. So, hopefully, they figured something out. Not give that girl trauma. Do what she wants. Well, I think it's time to end the podcast. We're running down the wire. It's like an hour and 30 minutes. So, doing that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. It's the intro episode. Super long. Yeah, always long. <laughs> so, I said. It's a nice test drive. We probably have guests on here, and so we'll see what we do. But I do appreciate everyone that is listening right now. Uh, it's like, Chris, if you... Yes. Chris, if you want to plug any social medias in, you're welcome to do that now. Well, my social medias are... I'm not super active on stuff yet, so... <laughs> Although that my I think my TikTok is like DJ Cream Cheese. Um, <laughs> I don't know my what my Instagram is. Isn't that God's perfect idiot? I bet it is. You know my shit better than <laughs> that. Social media and <laughs> gotta gotta know. I think it's God's perfect idiot. <laughs> so we have this link below. I have a Twitter that I've never tweeted on before. You love that. Burgers, sixty nine. I'm doing my best. (laughs) I'm not the most technical uh, millennial, gen, millennial, whatever I am. Millennial, same. (laughs) I post on TikTok sometimes. You get in there. Uh, but I feel like we'll have to get a, a midnight grab bag stuff. Nah, we gotta Social. get. <laughs> nah, you gotta get those going. <laughs> yeah, we'll work on that. 
But it's like, for me, you can always find me on everything Spunky Taylor, except on Twitch on Spunky Taylor Games. Because they wouldn't let me have my own backup account, Spunky Taylor, the name. <laughs> You're so organized. I'm just like, I don't know, I'm a fucking fucko dumbass. <laughs> I just know, like, if I remember the other usernames, I might as well keep the same one on everything. Right. Uh, yeah, just I, mean, be- I should brand myself, but I'll wait until I get a little bit of traction. And then we start branding. <laughs> yeah, I brand and everything. Well, thank you guys for listening in. We'll try to do these more often. Currently, we do not have a schedule, but again, test run. We'll see how this goes. Thank you guys for joining in and have a wonderful day. Bye.